Welcome to Verdant North. It's Falltober here on planet Earth, and we've got topics from apples to apples. Fall shenanigans up next. Here's Caroline. Hi, everybody. It's Caroline. I'm your host with the most question mark. I don't know. Maybe I need self esteem. You guys, this show is this show has got a lot of pressure. <laughs> Good pressure. It's a fall episode. I'm excited about this because there's a lot of Apple things involved. Uh, It's a crew of three today. I've got Hype Man Randy doing the recording stuff. (laughs) Honk, honk. (laughs) Get out of here. Oh, watch out. You're going to get a job on NPR. Uh, (laughs) And here's here's Dan Hudson, my co host. Hello. I don't do sound effects. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, cool. I won't. I won't expect. He does you. fully for guys with phlegmy throats, though. <laughs> <laughs> Gross, you guys. Oh, we just lost every listener we've ever had. ASMR, anti ASMR. Take that. <laughs> oh. <sighs> All right. Well, friends, we're we're missing our friend Nikki. So, Nikki, this one's for you. It is fall time, and that means it is cider season. Speaking of phlegmy throats. Who's giggling over here? <laughs> I'm giggling. Giggling to myself. Are you gonna you gonna sh- share why? No, something just struck my funny bone. That's all. <laughs> I was trying not to like spray water all over the electronic. Yeah, please don't spit table. take cider through your mustache at yeah. my face. Hey Dan, keep bad. it in your pants. Don't tell us about your funny bone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that not what it means? Friends, let's move on to drinking. Okay, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've got a great cider from here in Minnesota called Milk and Honey Ciders. This is the Heirloom Cider, and they are located out of St. Joe, which is up in Stearns County, made famous for infamous other podcasts like In the Dark. I haven't heard of any of that. Where where is it? Well, St. Joe? Yeah. It's near uh, St. Cloud. It's a little oh, town near St. So Cloud. just a stone's throw away. Just a just a St. <laughs> Joe's stone throw away. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that, Dan. Uh, I, yeah, not not too good of a pun uh, involved there, but you was, know, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> Friends, do you guys want to start over? This is bad. Oh no, uh, this is every what you don't like my wiener joke, huh? <laughs> Huh? Is that what you're dreading? Okay, fine, you guys. Leave it in. I thought I could do better. I thought we could all do better. I believe in us. I believe in this podcast. It was honestly the middle one that we had where it was going to go really well and yeah. record. So <laughs> at least I caught it like a minute in over like two minutes in. Yeah, so. that's true. Uh, okay, we're just going to go with Let's talk it. about the cider. Well, we're talking about this cider. So this cider is made uh, completely of heirloom apples, which is pretty sweet. That's pretty neat. Um, heirloom apples are like just really old varieties of apples, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Sounds yeah. about right. So, uh, Clink, let's try it. Tell me what you think. Cheers. Let's do this. Oh, it's nice to have cups with sound effects. Mm-hmm. Like we never <laughs> do. Yeah. Plastic doesn't, you know, clink mm. very well. Solo cups don't. Okay. I like this cider. Yeah. Because it is really well balanced to me like there's flavor that's not just sugar sweet flavor there's actual apple flavor yep and it doesn't taste artificial it tastes like earnest it tastes a lot of times especially when you get those like sweet ciders they just taste like uh you know like a apple candy yeah like a you know a green jolly ranch or kind of a right you know i this is not that this is 
this is good stuff. Yeah, this is not a dry cider at all either. This is this is a wet it's well balanced. This cider is so wet. <laughs> As Randy steals some of my cider. Uh, I give it ten out of ten. Would drink again. I, I agree. I give it two thumbs up. I like it because it's not yeah not overly sweet. Yeah, five out of five mm-hmm. apples. And you're and you're right. It doesn't dry up. Pucker up your mouth. It doesn't dry it up a little bit. Yeah, so, like a lot of the tartar ones have and yeah they had like there's actually a new thing kind of as a trend right now is rosé ciders so it'll be like a pink cider and um i decided maybe that's something i want to do with a more sophisticated episode Mm. 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 what kind of sophisticated plants would we talk about in a sophisticated episode uh ancient grains perhaps lady slipper (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That sounds like a cute episode. Randy, take a note. <laughs> <laughs> That's not this one. Recorded. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, hey, this is a nice cider. I don't mind this cider. Uh, we need to talk about some fall lawn stuff. Mm, and then, Bring it on. And then I heard you have a tree of the day of the week to add. I certainly do. You certainly do. Okay. Well, hey, let's start with... Fall lawn care stuff. Oops, sorry. Touched my mic. Hot mic. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> it, we're finally getting some... We already had snow here in the Twin Cities, and it it has already melted. It yeah. was just, like, kind of a it's quick a thing. A couple hours. We haven't had a, a hard freeze yet. Those of you in Australia who don't know what a hard freeze is, I'm still jealous of you. I'm still holding it yeah. against you. Yeah. Although the scorpion, <laughs> they don't even know the first part you're holding against them, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> they will never know. You live in a tropical paradise in my mind. Ah! Oh, that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a grass is always greener thing. No, winters are pretty. I think the giant spiders even it out. Yes, you and you are like so worried desert, about giant spiders. The sand is always tanner. The sa- <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> a lot of desert down there. The sand is always tanner on the other... What? On the other side of the mountains? <laughs> yeah. That's a, on the other side of the rock? That was a saying when they were building the pyramids, when people were like, this stinks, I want to leave. Yeah, like, like that other dune over there, that's the good one. Yeah, well... This yeah. one's all just sand. Stupid. <laughs> okay, leaves. Let's talk about... <laughs> Goodbye, Australian fan. <laughs> I know there's not pyramids in Australia. I was just talking about sand. I was riffing on his joke. You guys, see, this is why I don't have self-esteem, because everybody just dogs so hard <laughs> on every... Even the dogs! <laughs> Even the dogs! <laughs> Ginger did, like, was like, what? The whole what? time? What? what? Yeah, there's a lot of... There's, like, a an audience, like, gallery of dogs on the sofa here watching us. A it's gallery of two dogs, both of them. Alfred's yeah, uh, kind of dogish. Cat kind of hangs out with the dogs. He loves dogs, really. Cat dogs. If you like chunky cats then check out Alfred online because Randy's cat Alfred is the chonkiest chunk and he is so sassy. It's great. He's uh, 16 pounds of meaty joy. <laughs> Watch out, he bites. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as we've been digressing. All right, hey, it's time to think about your final moves for your yard for 2018 if you live in the Northern Hemisphere and have seasons like fall and winter. Yeah. Yeah. It's not everybody, but a lot of us. Yeah. A lot of us. Um, so, okay. The the lawn is still alive right now. We haven't had a really hard freeze. It's not completely dormant yet. But 
at this point, we don't really need to mow as frequently mm-hmm. as we did in the summertime when it was really rainy. Mm-hmm. So maybe you get one last mow in. Uh, trees are starting to change color, so we've got you know, the reds, oranges, and yellows going on, depending on how interesting the trees on your street are. Um, and you can use leaves to fertilize your lawn. Hmm. But if your lawn is more than half covered with leaves, it's not worth it. Because as Dan has spoken to in other episodes. I was just about to bring it up. I was like, this is dangerous territory. (laughs) You can really easily suffocate and kill your lawn with just like mats of thick, snotty leaves that just overwinter that way. It's great if you're like a toad or or a little little insect. If you're something that lives... In the lawn, <laughs> not in a house. Right. Then, then, then you're good. <laughs> then, hey, you're That's done. your roof. Uh, but it's leaves are, are full of nutrients and a lot of carbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you have more than 50% leaf coverage of your lawn, they recommend they, the almighty they, uh, mm. <laughs> water purity fanatics of the Minnehaha watershed district, which is the, where I live. So that's where I get a lot of information. Um, they say, don't, don't kill your lawn with that much stuff. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you are trying to get rid of leaves in your lawn, you got a couple of options. You can rake them up and throw them in your compost bin, or you can rake them up and bag them. If you have not very many, maybe you just want to mow them and chop them up and let them return to the earth. But what you should not do is please do not sweep them into the street. You're basically putting Mm. nutrients into our water systems, which lead to algae blooms later on. And that reduces the biodiversity and our native species in our watersheds because the leaves or even bits of the leaves as they get crunched down will wash into the rain gutters. And then that goes right into our lakes. Yeah. It's also, I'm just going to throw this out there. Don't wash your car in your driveway. Like with chemicals and in your hose. Like a lot of people think that that's like the more, you know, cost effective way. That's like the good. I don't know. Side note for all you fall car washers. Yeah. Don't do that. It's a little late because people wash your cars in the summer. Hey, Australia, don't wash your cars in the summer since you're about to hit summer. Do you ever read that Onion article about Joe Biden waxing his like Trans Am? No. And like cut off jean shorts. That's what I always think of. One of my of. favorite ones. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of people washing their car. But. Uh, you think of Joe Biden's butt? I think of Joe Biden like <laughs> like washing his uh, like red. Just so you guys know, The Onion car. is a satire. Satirical. Uh, site. Production. <laughs> Newspaper. Business thing. <laughs> but anyway, the point of that is whatever is going into that drain in your street that goes right into your river or lake right. that's nearby. So that's not that water does not get treated. Right. So don't sweep your leaves into your street. Uh, fall is also a popular time for people to fertilize their lawns. And yeah, hey, now is a good time to be pulling weeds and reduce the amount of weed species in your lawn. Hmm. However, before you fertilize or before you weed, there's a couple things you should consider. 
on the fertilize your lawn side, do you actually need to fertilize your lawn? Is your soil poor in nitrogen? The only way to know is a soil test. Uh, Do a soil test. Use science. (laughs) Your local extension office can help you figure out where you should send a soil test to find out if it's even necessary to fertilize. Because if you fertilize and it doesn't, your it, your it lawn, if you fertilize and your lawn does not need it, those nutrients are going to leach into other places and into our water systems. So... If you don't need it, save your money. Save your time. Don't also, do it. Also, <clears throat> I have the memory of a goldfish. And I don't know if we mentioned this yet, but like the reason you don't want to have fertilizer in your watershed is because you'll have a bunch of like algae blooms. Do we mention this already? Uh, I mentioned a bit okay. of that, but real, it's okay. It so real <laughs> quick, just so people get an idea, like <clears throat> it promotes these huge algae blooms where you've, we've all seen like a pond that's just covered in scum. Oh yeah. Right. That it's like, Oh, look at the neighborhood lake that looks disgusting. And I would want to throw up if I, my Local toe went in there. Lake. Yeah. That's, uh, what it looks like basically when you get an algae bloom, you get all of this algae, the algae then all dies because it consumes you know, whatever resources are there, it all dies. And then as it decays in that body of water, it consumes all the dissolved oxygen. And then so that kills fish because there's not enough oxygen in the water. So that's why you get like giant dead zones in the Gulf of Mexico and yeah. stuff like that. Anyway, that might be more than uh, people need to know, but I feel like it's helpful sometimes. The recent red tide in Florida is kind of part of it. Save the manatees, man. Uh, good luck, Florida. I know you're feeling hurricane-y right now. I hope you get over that, um, successfully soon. (laughs) Like, Nikki is feeling sick right now. Poor lady hasn't had a voice in a week. We don't know much, but we recommend soup and lots of bed rest. (laughs) It is chicken wild rice soup season, so maybe that's up on the docket. I don't know if you guys (laughs) like wild rice and kale down in Florida, but you know what? It's wholesome. It is hearty and wholesome. I'm sure they're okay with this. <laughs> okay, so back to lawn stuff. Let me wrap it up. On the weeding side, fall is an awesome time to uh, win the war against weeds where you don't want them. However, you should think, are there some weeds that I'm okay with living with? Because some species of weeds, like dandelions, which may still be blooming this late in the season, are a great source of nectar and pollen. Oh, sure, for native bees and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, mm. yeah, for things that ha- are just trying to get ready for the winter, some of the things blooming in your yard, whether you like them or not, might be one of their only sources of food, one of their last sources for the mm. year as things are winding down. Huh. So, hey, if you can live with something like a dandelion maybe just relax and don't worry too much about it for the fall. (laughs) So check your soil. You might not need to fertilize. Uh, Rake your leaves. If it's more than 50% of your lawn, don't Mm -hmm. try to mow mulch them. And uh, don't let anything get into your water systems. Additionally, my last fall cleanup thing that I want to mention is the only reason you need to like cut out foliage from your plants and dispose of them is if you had disease problems with your plants. So if you still have a tomato plant that's got a few green guys hanging out on it and you don't have any problems with tomato blight or other kinds of fungal diseases, 
why not let it roll? Because we might get another week or two without a frost. Um, when it comes to stuff with that has flowers and those flowers are done and gone, maybe your irises, your daylilies, your, your things with finer seeds mm. like agastache and uh, different you're giving me a look. You're giving me an eyebrow look. Agastache. Agastache Golden Jubilee is like one of my little favorite guys. But um, a lot of seed heads are important food sources for birds through the winter. Sure. And sure. also the the dead foliage that is still structural, that's a lot of habitat for good critters to overwinter in. Mm-hmm. And it gives some winter interest. Like so, yeah. some stuff looks really cool covered in frost or covered in yeah. snow, like rose hips. I'm going to throw out Miscanthus. Um, I think it's Miscanthus sinensis. I think so. That like It's like the big, uh, it's an ornamental grass that uh, can grow like six feet tall, has these huge, super cool looking like plumes on it. Yeah. And it just hangs around all through the winter. And like if you've got a very boring yard, pop mm-hmm. a couple of those in there, and then when you're looking out at your yard during the winter, you might see some birds eating those <laughs> eating those seeds. Or they just you know, you could just look at them themselves. They still look cool. Well, it's better for your local ecology to let some of that stuff ride through the winter. Uh, I did an interview earlier this year with Amanda Thompson of Kiss My Aster, and she had an article about one weird trick for fall cleanup and she's like, yeah. <laughs> which was, was and I good. open it and she's like, why would you give mother earth a Brazilian? Like, why <laughs> would you cut everything all the way down to the ground when like watching some of these things and letting some of these things go is better for your yard actually. So, Hey, let it ride. And that'll help with some, some issues of things blowing into your yard and make sure that you have places for little critters to hide. Those are all the thoughts that I had around fall cleanup is only do it if you have to. And (laughs) when you do it uh, to take care of your yard, don't put your junk in the street where street cleaners are going to just sweep it into local waters (laughs) and collect some of it. So (laughs) be responsible and lazy simultaneously. Does that make sense? (laughs) I feel like the best gardeners know when to be lazy because no one can have all the energy to do everything in the garden. Sometimes you have to be like, you know what? I'm just going to let it ride. And I'm going to watch some Netflix. (laughs) That's exactly what she said at the end of her (laughs) article. You did read it. Dan. You actually read something I sent you. I feel good about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Dan, I believe you had something to talk about as far, in the way of apple trees. Or was I there something do. else that we were going to fit into, like, folly time? Uh, we, I think we were going to chow on an apple quick. Oh, yeah. How could I forget? Okay, They're so, hiding behind your laptop so you can't see them. Out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, that's the story of my life. If it's not in my direct field of vision, I'm never going to see it. Okay, so we are going to try a brand new apple released this year by the University of Minnesota. Oh, really? So apples, as Dan is going to fill in more information, um, apples are a crop that grows great here in Minnesota because we have such cold winters and they need this really nice uh, chill time to produce yeah. great apples. They don't don't grow well in the desert. <laughs> the, true, true. Back to the sandy business 
with Dan over here. Uh, so I have <laughs> I have a Rave Apple R A V E, just like oh. the like the <laughs> like a nightclub, like with the nineties and yeah. glow sticks. Yeah, I think this is less. <laughs> I ex- think that's what they do. I think this I, I don't is less know. exciting. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so the Rave Apple is brand new, and it was made through natural cross pollination here at the University of Minnesota. Their their breeding program, and it's supposed to be crisp and sweet with a little bit of tang. So here Let's goes. Give it a try. Hope you like chewing. Hope you like chewing sounds. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> well, how would they know what we're doing unless they can hear us? They can. There's mics in front of your face. What? There's a mic in front of your face. Yeah. Like I literally heard like five seconds of like. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how you didn't hear it unless you're just hearing your own job. But like I, I wasn't chewing at the time. So do I'm you just, like, have strong feelings about our mouth sounds? Write to us at verdantnorthteam mm-hmm. at gmail dot com or Twitter us on Twitter. Or or tweet <laughs> us on Twitter. We're on Facebook too. Whatever you want. Hey, let's interact. Tell us what honest, you like and don't like. That's a decent apple. That's it is pretty a good. Apple. It's one of the better ones I've tasted recently. Yeah. Honestly. Like yeah. Dan, mm. you said you don't typically eat raw apples. Yeah. <laughs> they don't agree with me. If you know what I mean. <laughs> They agree with with my mind, you know, like who I am is sort of this consciousness. <laughs> the body, the physical body of me, uh, uh, you know, that's another matter. But but you can do cider and cooked appley things. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I don't play around with it too much, to be honest. It's just unpleasant for people around me. Speaking of which, <laughs> are you apologizing? Did no. you just rip ass? No. <laughs> Apple ass. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> you got the Apple Jacks. Does it just like so, run right through you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wear a diaper no, most of the time. <laughs> Today's an Apple day. Today, gotta get yeah. the big boy diap- diapers on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you those carbon filter panties. You'll be fine. Oh, good. That okay. sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Rave Apple. It's alright. It's Gr- pretty good. <laughs> grossest Apple. Makes you want a diaper. <laughs> grossest Apple and grossest episode. No, no. it's Apple's it's a not great gross apple. at all. We shouldn't be eating on mic, should we? Is that we the worst? I think Uh, there's probably there are plenty of other places that do it, and people put up with it. Uh, I heard people. I heard uh, people eating beans on NPR today, and it's Drive Week. It's like they're trying to get donations, and there's just this guy chewing beans on NPR. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Scott Cran, pretty great, or something like that. Real good donor strategy. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was an article about. You know, like how to cook different kinds of dry beans, which you would think I would be really interested in. Mm. But I was still like, what are you doing? (laughs) 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 That's Verdant North quality material, not something as esteemed as NPR. Listening to people eat beans. That's what this podcast is all about. (laughs) Dogs and beans. And trees. Okay, Rave Apples. Hey, they're really good. What's your favorite apple, though? Do you have a favorite or no because you avoid them? Oh, I do have a favorite. Harrelson apples are my favorite. Harrelson apples. They're super crunchy. 
Okay. To like the crispest, crunchiest apple. Really mm. fibrous, huh? That yeah. sounds terrible for your condition. How oh. about you, Randy? Oh, it's awesome. That's I honestly fun. could not tell you. You cannot tell me? Uh, no, like I, I just eat apples. I'm like, that one's good or that one's <laughs> not as good. I really don't have a category for it. Um, I, it's one of those things where I don't have a... It's still pretty chock full of sugar, so I don't have it a lot, honestly. Mm. Like, honestly, I like... my The fruit I really eat the most is like really green bananas. So that way they're more potassium than they are sugar at that point. All right. Yeah, that's about it. All right. So, sorry. Well. It tastes good, though. Your apple girl here, Caroline, the apple Hallstrom, uh, really, really likes apples. They're like the best breakfast as I'm driving to work. And I like Honeycrisp, which is one of the most famous University of Minnesota apple lines. And I also really like Pink Ladies, which are just a little bit tart. And they are also very crunchy. So those two are my favorite, but I have really good memories of Golden Delicious, which is an old, old school variety. Heresy. Heresy. No. I can't wrong. stand them. I can't stand them. They are so sweet. They are not as crispy, but they're so sweet. And they would give them to us after uh, really intense performances in marching band. So maybe they're associated <laughs> with with my adolescence, but I really liked them. I thought they were, I thought they were just like the perfect snack at that point. Mm-hmm. I probably really needed the sugar and the electrolytes. So I don't know. I think fondly of them. Apples are great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I found a weird, interesting fact about um, apples when I was doing my apple tree reading. Okay. We'll get to that in a moment. But apparently something like 300 years ago and prior, um, people would just say apple. They would just use the word apple to mean like any fruit, like any berry or like banana, whatever. They just call it an apple. They, yeah, like uh, tomatoes were love apples. There you go. It's it's kind of it's kind of funny, but so there's a lot of like, you know, translated like epic poems and things like that. Like all the all the literature from a thousand years ago, or whatever. There's all these references to apples, but like there's no. You know, maybe they were apples. Maybe they were something completely different. That's really and they just like it was just like fruit, ancient it was just literature. like generic fruit. Ancient oh, I poetry. read ancient literature every day. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one of my hobbies. I would like to think that the Bible's apple is really just like a kiwi, <laughs> the kiwi of knowledge, and they just didn't know any better. <laughs> I think you must be right. That what if it was makes a, the most sense? To what me. if it was a potato? Yeah. What if it, what it was? What was avocado? Potato. Of avocado. It was of Knowledge. <laughs> Avocado knowledge. You know, there was something about that too. That the Latin word for apple and evil was the same. Whoa! So it's just like mal- malice. It's spelled the same. So it's like the tree of apples or the tree of evil. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Words are tricky, right? <laughs> words are. <laughs> <laughs> but trees aren't. Trees aren't. Is, are we transitioning? We're transitioning. To dance right tree of the now. Day. Of, of the day. Of We're going to talk about Tree of the Malice Pumila. Malice Pumila. That is the apple tree. In case you had a guest, the apple cast, apple episode. We're going to talk about the apple tree. <laughs> Quarkus. Quarkus. No, apples. So one thing a lot of people don't know is that apples don't grow true from seed. Maybe everyone does know this by now. Johnny so, Appleseed was a liar, a sham, a fraud. <laughs> yeah. I am so angry at my lore. Johnny Apple piece <laughs> of 
<laughs> so if you plant an apple seed and it grows a tree, uh, there is absolutely no guarantee what those apples are going to be like. So for all these apple varieties that you buy in the store, those are made or that you, um, you know, maybe you want to have one in your yard. Maybe you want a Honeycrisp or a Pink Lady growing in your backyard. Both, please. You could go buy one at a nursery. Take my money. And they're going to be, have been grafted. So they'll take like a branch of a Pink Lady tree and graft it onto rootstock. So rootstock <laughs> meaning just like generic like roots from an apple tree, right? Okay. So that way the the part above ground is just like a clone from that other tree. Okay. So all the trees that we have of all these Honeycrisp or whatever, they're all just came from one individual. They're all like clones. Clone kind of army. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like if they uprise, we'd have a clone war. <laughs> we certainly dun, may. Dun. Um, so yeah, there's absolutely zero guarantee what those apples are going to be tasting like. They could suck if you plant the seeds from uh, Pink Lady or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, they have to be cross-pollinated. So if there's no other apple trees around, if you just have one in your yard and there's no other apple trees around, or maybe there's no bees, maybe you're like, you hate insects. And so you just have traps up everywhere and you kill all the insects that come around your yard. You're not going to get a single apple. You're not going to get anything because they have to be cross pollinated from a different tree. So there's that. So there's that. Um, that was an important note. That's why we gave it a little bit of dead air. We it's gave a little pause to make I'm sure. I'm looking for a bottle opener for this October. Oh, I got you. I got one in my pocket. <laughs> this is a loose episode. Fast and loose, friends. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that people will often like throw out, you know, those people that just like have to tell you the little bits of trivia they know. Like my friend Dan? Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm one of those people. So here's one one thing that every, every now and then someone's like, you know what? The apple seeds have cyanide in them. And so if you eat an apple seed, you will die. They're kind of right. There's a compound that's like, that has like, it's like a cyanide sugar compound. And so if you eat an apple seed, like, okay, maybe you'll get a tiny, a tiny, tiny bit of that. But you have to eat a lot, like a full on load of apple seeds (laughs) to in order to get any like toxicity out of it so don't worry about it no one's gonna get hurt eating a whole apple in one gulp this is a barrel of apples welcome to jackass (laughs) 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 only zennials will get that reference um (laughs) apple trees themselves are all over the map they can grow anywhere from 15 foot to 50 foot Um, if they are, you know, usually there's like a short little trunk and then a bunch of like really big branches that kind of branch out. Okay. Um, oftentimes, uh, when I was growing up, we had a bunch of apple trees in our yard and one thing you had to do each year to if, so like if you're growing apple tree in your yard and you want to get the apples from it, Mm -hmm. it'll send up these like vertical branches because it's trying to just get some height. It's just trying to get bigger. Right. So you have to like cut those off every year. Or every two or however you want to do it. Otherwise, your apples are going to be, you know, 30, 40 feet in the air. You can't pick those. You can't pick that. You could pick it off the ground, but then you're not really going to want to eat it. You, you, can, you could serve it to people. You could pick it off the ground, then serve it to people, and they, they wouldn't know the difference. Here, Dan, eat this fruit I found on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but it's not very kind of you to do that. So (laughs) most people will like cut the, cut those sort of like, I think they call them runners or something like that. They just like shoot straight up. You cut those and then it keeps your tree kind of short, close to the ground, easy access to those apples. Um, the flowers can be very pretty. Oh yeah. Uh, white and pink. Um, they look super cool. Apple blossoms. Like a lot of people have this image in their mind of like cherry blossoms or like a cherry tree in full blossom. Apple trees, I would say rivaled that. They're almost that pretty. Yeah, screw you, cherry blossoms. They can be pretty they can be quite pretty. <laughs> Go on. All right. <laughs> I'm just getting really angry at anything you say is worse than it. <laughs> I'm helping out, I think. Um if anyone has seen the movie Borat and knows <laughs> Where Kazakhstan is, uh, pretty sure that's where apples uh, originate. What Borat sure. invented apples? No, Borat didn't invent apples. But that's what I heard. But they're native to Kazakhstan. <laughs> the apple is you, nice. You will never. Oh, nice. oh God. Okay, stop. Stop. We're really gonna lose <laughs> listeners if we start. My apple tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. Um. Anyway, I have it in my uh, on my to do list to visit Kazakhstan. So supposedly there's like entire forests that are all composed of apple trees. Nice, isn't that cool? It's a cool idea. Very nice. Might be shitty in real life. Who knows? But anyway, wouldn't know until we go there. Uh, apple trees, unfortunately, can uh, have a lot of pests. So I'm just going to go through the list here. Deer like to eat the bark. Uh, bears eat the apples. Rabbits and mice eat the bark. Uh, there's also mildew. Are you telling me I can't plant an apple tree or I'll get mildew-ridden bears in my yard? Yeah, that's not the least of it, too. <laughs> uh, mildew, aphids, apple scab, fire blight, rust, black spot, apple maggots, coddling moth, and apple clearwing moth, and many, many more. There's If you have apples in your, in your yard, you may see all manner of things trying to get at them. Dan, that is why you have problems with apples is because they give you fire blight. <laughs> yeah, they give me a wicked fire blight and a black spot. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you made me ugly laugh. <laughs> it's like ugly cry, but I'm laughing too hard. Well, that's most of what I wanted to uh, talk about apple trees for. Can you use the wood to build stuff? I doubt it. It's, uh, people would like use it in smokers, oh, you know, to like smoke wood. meat. Yeah. Like apple wood. Ooh. Fancy. I don't know how much flavor you're actually going to get from it. It probably would vary uh, depending on the tree, but no, they don't really grow typically big enough for, to be, to have like lumber out of them. Huh. Okay. So. They're for fruit. They're that, for other things. They are. They've got a one track mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Dan. That's it. That's a whole episode. We talked about apples, fall business, uh, Dan's bodily functions, and more apples. I feel good about this. Randy, roll the credits. Thanks for listening to Verdant North. Find our blog posts online at atverdantnorth.net. Find us on Twitter at @verdantnorth, And you can find us on Facebook by searching Verdant North. If you want to contact us but hate social media, you can email us at verdantnorthteam at gmail.com. You can hear this podcast through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Don't forget to like, rate, comment, and share the podcast. The more likes, ratings, comments, comments, 
That's comments. We receive the more visible this podcast becomes. We at me, pay- bro. At us, please. Uh, and, you know, thank you for all the people that do listen and do share and do comment and talk with us online. We always appreciate it. Croatia, Sri Lanka, <laughs> we see you. We see you. Oh, boy. Uh, they're like, please don't. Uh, we don't pay for advertising and we don't have any networks backing us. So sharing our show with your friends and family is the only way we get heard. If you like what you're listening to and feel like contributing, you can donate to us at ko-fi.com backslash Verdant North. That's ko-fi.com backslash Verdant North. Um, you can find Carolyn Hallstrom on Twitter at, at Miss Zero Line. That's Miss O-Line. You can find Dan Hudson on Twitter at, at Vernon Dan and avoiding apples as much as he can. <laughs> nice one. The gas. It's insufferable. Hazy Maze Cave. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Marlon underscore Rando. Uh, otherwise, um, as an extra special thanks to Brie Edisted and Dewey Vu for graphics and artwork. And extra big thanks to our webmaster, Corey Hartung, for making sure we exist on the web. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, Corey. Corey. As always, a thanks to Minneapolis Band Volcanus for allowing us to use their tunes. Follow their hilarious video blog project on YouTube and listen to them in our tribal band, Prozac Rat, on Bandcamp, YouTube, and find them on Facebook. Thanks for listening. Always remember, it's okay okay to kill apple trees. It's okay to rake leaves. I do have one favorite apple thing, though. If you have to listen to a band, the Appleseed cast, really good. Low-level owl albums one and two. There you go. If you want some sappy emo rock, there you go. Bye. (laughs) Have a good week.